take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, man, they be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, yeah. too. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother. And Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift in the building. I'm excited, Kramer. Yes. We are wrapping up our Rep Your City series. And we had to end this bitch with the home team. Yeah, we had to go home. <laughs> you know, representing Atlanta, we have Mr. Myron from the Atlanta podcast. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome. We um we 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 big Atlanta fans. I mean, we're from we're from Atlanta. Grew up in Atlanta. Yep. So we familiar with the city, but um I think both of us can probably say we haven't had an opportunity to do as much beering in the no. city. I left out right after high school, so I spent my childhood oh, in Nashville, childhood in Atlanta. But I go home and visit. So oh yeah, we're about we we you folks uh. Folks at, uh, I'm out of uh, Decatur. Oh, yeah, that's my my wife from Decatur. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Stone Mountain, but moved from Smyrna. So. Oh yeah. Um, and now I go home, and my family on the west side, and my brother on the east side. So I'll be all over Atlanta, man. Right. I'll yeah, spend yeah. two eighty. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend two eighty five one good time. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We both from the east side. You know, my wife's from Decatur. I'm from Lithonia. Um, <clears throat> Wait, what school but, you I mean, went to? I actually didn't go to school in Latonia though. Nah, um, nah. I went to Shambly. You went to Shambly? Yep. Went to Shambly. Oh, and what year you came out? Uh, 04. Oh, yeah. We probably know some of the same people. Oh, we gonna, we're not going to spend the podcast uh, <laughs> dissecting that. But, like, <laughs> like, you know them? I came out in 03. So, between oh, basketball. Oh, no. From oh. reading. Oh, reading. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know the best high school in the A. <laughs> hey, I mean that's that's where you know I grew up down the street from Redan. I went to Redan Elementary for a hot second before I started at uh, Kittredge uh, Elementary. Okay. Mm, yep, I know Kittredge well. Yeah, that was my whole little stumping ground. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna ask you some more questions off mic because I know you know Lucia Sanders if you in uh, Latonia. Facts. <laughs> but <laughs> so what are you drinking as so, we're talking so we we starting off uh, a little heavy today which is good that's my style um See? we got a collab um with two breweries one that's well known in atlanta okay and, and one that's actually a uh, a home brewer that's starting up his brewery this year in fact Okay. Um, okay. He he got the deed. You know, he got the building. He's working on it. So it's a collab between Monday Night Brewing, which people should know, and Little Cottage Brewing. It's a is Little Cottage gonna be in a Little Cottage? I feel like something about his brewery should be Little Cottage esque. So if you look at his logo, it looks like a little mm -hmm. house, right? Yep. He home brewed at his house for years, actually, a few years. Um, I've been over there, and it's literally like his garage is a brewery. Okay, nice. No car, is no space for a car. It's like, no, he has little, it's a little brewery in his quote unquote little cottage. So that was okay. his whole thing, right? <clears throat> That's but I feel you though on, you know, his decor, what, you know, whatever his decor is going to be when he opens up, I feel he should, you know, pay homage to the fact that he did start at home and whatnot. But, um, but the, the, the beer is called Dodgers of Death. It's a, a macaroon inspired Barrel aged strong ale. So it's with uh, coconut, maple, and a little vanilla in there. So, whole time I really thought this was a stout, but as I'm realizing, as I was reading this, I was like, strong ale. Yeah. So it's not going to be as thick bodied as a stout. No. Mm -mm. Um, but it's still going to have that flavor. Um, you know, you're going to get those caramel notes in there. But the uh, what I really like about this beer is. Um, it has maple in it, and a lot of beers that have maple in it, the maple usually overpowers everything. Nah, yeah, you're right about that. But this is well balanced. Like they did a phenomenal job with this. 
Monday night make some killer beers and um I don't know if this is Little Cottage's recipe or whatever, but I'm excited because yeah. to try some of their stuff because this is delicious. Yeah, I love this. I love the <laughs> it's crazy. it starts off with the coconut, you get into the maple and you finish with the vanilla on the back end. I like that whole little smooth ride right there. Mm-hmm. And it's no, the at what, 12.8%? Mm-hmm. It doesn't drink like it to me. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of the the alcohol with it. It's not overwhelming or anything. That maple is is knocking it out. I'm not. Right. I'm always like hesitant about coconut like stouts and beers because sometimes they can be overwhelming. So um, somebody posted this in the Black Beer Experience group, and um, I saw the macaroon. I'm like, I don't know if I want. You know, I don't know how I feel about the macaroon. But yeah, this yeah. thing is coming off smooth, and like Kramer said, it's it's a nice little dance on your tongue. It like takes yeah. you through the whole ride. Like <laughs> more coconut yeah, on the nose, well but not so much. On, yeah, it's very well balanced. Nothing you know outshines anything else. Just you know, mm-hmm. everything is in harmony, and then you know you you get a good a good hit of the alcohol. Like you said, you, you can taste it there as you do with strong ales. But I you know I I personally love boozy beers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to taste a little booze. Yeah, you know, if I same if I didn't want the booze, then I drink water. I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, that is exactly how I That's feel right. because I will absolutely buy for ABV. I mean, I'm gonna start there and be like, okay, oh, this is what's the all right, I'll get that. You know, it's a it's a high exactly. ABV. And yeah. um <clears throat> I, I, that's that's my preference right there. So I enjoy a little bit of that booziness and it lets me know I'm drinking. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> right. I like my 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 drinks, my uh, cocktails stiff, and I like my beer the same way. Yeah, you know, I, I shop ABV <laughs> and then like adjuncts. If something was like I haven't seen before in a beer, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a milkshake IPA, I'm like, what like is that this? that smoked tomato, smoked tomato. <laughs> Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes oh, I get it. Y'all went to what, Wild Heaven. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I get it right. A lot of times. But also, there's times I get it really wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's the fun in it, right? It's like a little roulette game. You're like, is this going right. to be good or is it going to be bad? Find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's the fun in drinking in general. Um, yes. you know, beer, mm-hmm. as, as far as all alcohols, talking about liquor, you know, wine, whatever, beer has, um, beer is always a blank palate. You can make beer taste like anything. Yes. Literally anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the fun in just the, the beer world, the beer community, is that you can drink, you know, 10 different beers and all 10 that could be completely, completely different mm-hmm. every single time. Every single time, no matter where you go. If you're down in the South, if you know, on the West Coast, up North, overseas, you know, you get into some European beers, some, um, some Asian beers. It's always going to be different. A good example of that, I mean, a recent example was the Black Beer, uh, Black is Beautiful beer. That was, you know, one recipe. And granted, people, you know, varied a little bit. But even if you had the base recipe and uh, and you had, you know, five different breweries that brewed that, they all taste different in yeah. some form or fashion. Yep. It might be similar, but not. It was it was still a difference. So yeah, somebody right, right. changed some sort of profile of the grains, the water, hops, water. Yeah. That, that was a yeah that was a, i'm glad you brought that up that was a good uh example um and you know obviously for a great cause initiative too go shout out to marcus at uh where, where the souls out there for yeah. starters um yeah that was a that was a fun thing to do and participate in in general <clears throat> yeah so did um you all brew uh black is beautiful with someone so yeah we did a collab with uh pontoon brewing okay they're up in uh <coughs> They're from the Sandy Springs Roswell area, mm-hmm. um, and we our our version was like a um, tiramisu type uh, version of it. I feel like I had that one. A little coffee, you know, some chocolate, a little vanilla in there, a um, little, little splash of Oreo. Um, okay, it was Oreo. Good. It was good. I mean, not to you know toot our own horn, but it did win gold at the U.S. Open for Black is Beautiful. So, 
Hey, I go. didn't know that. That's awesome. I'm just saying. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Pontoon, like, um, shout out to the owners, uh, Sean. Sean and Marcus uh, Pontoon. Uh, they're great homies, great friends. Um, and they've been making some uh, killer beers uh, over the past few years. Gotcha, gotcha. What I enjoy about them, too, is, like, they've gotten better each year. You know, they've only been open... Pontoon has been open that long. It's like four years. Four, yeah, give or take. Yeah, four four ish years, um, and they've gotten better each and every year. Every yeah. year, they I, just, I love to see that in breweries. Like they exactly keep stepping up. And speaking of like stepping up, like how can with the black blackest people? Okay, the beers brewed. What do you see should be next step for breweries and continuing their journey of f- true inclusion and community since that's like every brewery seems to want to preach yeah yeah um so the thing the thing with the the black is beautiful the black is beautiful initiative like i said great concept great idea and you know it spread like wildfire um i think partly due to just the political climate we're in you know over this past year well really over the past Four years, but especially over this past year or so, um, there's been a lot of, to, to say the least, a lot of civil unrest, right? And so a lot of companies in general are, whether they really feel like it or not, they have been trying to, you know, pull, you know, a little black card to say, hey, you need to support, you know, black lives, you know, even if we... You know, don't They're posting like those black squares, right? <laughs> right, and you know, it's it's always nice to you know, it's cute to throw some money at initiative, you know, do some ads, do a commercial, show up at a church or some shit like that. Yeah, that's cute, that's nice, but real change, real change comes with policy. We know that. Um, so you know, going back to. Um, Black is beautiful as far as um, diversity in the brewing community. It is a nice step, but I think the next step is for people to actually invest in black black breweries. Yes, and and the community. Um, that's so one right. thing. That's one thing that we at the Atlanta podcast um, talked about at the very beginning of 2020. Um, I sat down with um, Sean, who's like I said, co-owner of Pontoon. Um, actually, we didn't sit down; we were texting. So I don't know if you remember when we had the riots in Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. Lance Bottom came on, Killer Mike came on, Ti and whatnot. Yep. And so during those riots, Sean, who is by the way a white guy, he um, he texts me and he's like. Text me saying that he felt conflicted because he said, as a business owner, he said, if my business was, you know, terrorized, ransacked, whatever, mm-hmm. writing, he'd be mad. And understandably so. Understandably, yeah. That's, that's, his, that's his only job. That's his business. You know, that's his livelihood. But he said he's conflicted because he understands why people are rioting. Yeah. You know, he's like, it's. He's like, as they should. But he said, you know, obviously being a white guy, he said, I can't and I will never understand, you know, fully, you know, the angst, the anger, the pain. So he said, he's like, and I so I want to try to bring that into uh, his brewery and just in the beer community in general. Um, so he said, you know, we, we went back and forth on that um, and we came up with an idea <laughs> Um, initiative we call Brewing Conversations mm-hmm. in that um, we sit down, um, we have a live podcast at the brewery um, and we do a collab with a uh, black entrepreneur in the community. So you do, do a collab beer with them. Proceeds will go back into the community, charity of either our or their choice. Okay. We have a live podcast to talk about, you know, them, their initiative and whatnot, what they bring to the table, of course. But th- what you just asked as far as like, how can we engage um, within the black community? 
you know, we, we, we came up with that because, you know, I said, which is very true, that craft beer is still overwhelmingly white male dominated, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, Most definitely. It's, it's always nice to uh, go into a brewery and, you know, you're one of, shit, five black people. And you automatically know them. You don't know them, but you do. You get the nod. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely feel like, okay, I'm home because I see some people. I'm like, can exactly. I come sit at y'all table? <laughs> exactly. Right. But but we want to bring that. It shouldn't, you know, that that is, you know, a safe space. And that will always be there. Always appreciate it. But we want to bring that um, inclusiveness to anybody at a brewery because we were all mm-hmm. there to enjoy the same thing, right? Have a good time over over a brew. Yeah, so should be able to engage with my neighbor, you know, who may be a white guy from North Georgia at the brewery. But hey, what do you like? What do you like? What do you like about this beer? And then start the conversation over that and get to know each other because that's you know that's essentially it's an equalizer. I mean, it's a great place to start. You know, there's yeah. one thing that we we have in common. We're both here drinking a beer. And exactly. if nothing else, we can start uh, having a conversation and we can disagree about beer. I don't mind those conversations. If you oh. like stouts and I like IPAs and you don't fuck with IPAs, that's cool. I'm with it. Let's right. argue about it. But, you know, if we get that, that can be our conversation and, and you bond over that. So mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. So, yeah, that, that was um, like the concept behind it, that, you know, beer will be the, the inlet to more engaging conversations. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. So you you brought up um well you know what? It's two of us drinking on this beer. Um so we get done with ours a little quicker. Oh no, no problem. Yeah. You, you we're gonna open up. Yeah, we're gonna head to the Southern Grits fifth anniversary triple IPA. Hey, let me let me get that. Let, yeah, let before, you know, yeah. I had I had to get proper glassware. See the oh shit! Okay, let it's me the tell you, I had to get proper glassware too because I got hey. the Stacey Abrams seventeen percent drip and Afro beard chick collab. Uh, I'm hey. like, I mean, I'm talking to Atlanta folks. I gotta have, gotta, have gotta rep. Gotta have <laughs> Queen Stacey Abrams, man. She did her thing this election, though. Listen, real talk, oh, man. Listen, she's amazing. She's an she inspiration. Did all of that, <laughs> like, despite despite her. Election getting stolen from her, she you know still had the foresight to be like it's you know it's bigger than that. You still need to push forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Get, get this uh, blue in here. Well, let me go. Let me go pick up the beer. The uh, triple IPA fifth anniversary, and it's we're coming in strong with a ten percent ABV. Mm. Oh yeah, Whew. New England style triple IPA, double dry hop with Galaxy Cashmere and Motuka. Yeah, Motuka. That's that's gonna be a velvet velveteen dream right there. That triple IPA. I like cashmere hops in uh, IPAs. It's a nice flavor. Although, you know what my new favorite hops is though, Um, Sabro. Yes, those are those are good. Like it's like a cheat code. You put Sabro in any IPA, automatically bang it. Mm. Automatically banging. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, you said if we put Sabro, what, what about Sabro? It's a cheat code. You said, yeah, you put Sabro hops in any IPA, it's going to be an automatic banger. Oh, I this is nice. That. Have y'all? This I've is had this yet. Loads of color. Nice. Yeah, I was just about but to one say thing. Color. The nice. triple IPAs they go back to being easier to drink. So. You got your, your IPA. If you get a double, it's definitely like dank. You know, it, it has a little, it's more pungent, if you will. But then when you get that triple, it comes back to being smoother and it's high ABV, but I always get fucked up right. <laughs> from a triple. Yeah, triple, you're, you know, like you were saying, but a double, you, you get a little more of the, you know, the uh, hop characters, a little more mm-hmm. dank. But since with triples, it's usually high ABV. You get a little more of the sugars and sweetness, and yeah. that sort of balances out the uh, hot bitterness that you would get from character. So it, it, it you get more of a multi type flavor uh, yeah. in triples. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And it's weird because I'm not like a huge IPA drinker, 
But mm-hmm. like all the triple IPAs I've had, I've thoroughly enjoyed them. Whether it's like Bearded Irises or now Southern Gris, like yeah. I have, I do not have an issue that I can have these on in my fridge. So but I don't care for a multi-year West Coast IPA. I want the full hot flavor in those. Like, get you know, I don't want a little bit of hot burn in it. But on a triple IPA, that that maltiness that comes through, I think it's because mm-hmm. they have the the a good amount of hops in there, so the balance is a little more a little even. Easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some folks who do, who do uh, triples really well is um, the Vale out in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Okay, all right, I've heard of Vale Brewing. Oh my goodness! Well, for, they they do other stuff I very well too, one. but some triple IPAs. Crazy, crazy good. Huh, I might have either. I got some beers. I did a, a trade from uh, with one of my friends from my beer friends from Richmond. And it's highly possible that I it, it came into this house, but I don't do well on keeping up with the beers I've drank. <laughs> are, you on, uh, like to, <laughs> are you on untapped? I am on untapped. I will go into untapped, look up the information for the beer and be like, oh, this is a 10% beer. I do not check this shit in. <laughs> and all I got to do is check it in and say I drank it. I don't even like I'm, I kind of fell off of the rating aspect of it because. It's too well, subjective. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm <clears throat> Breweries have um, complained about it. And there was one person in the group uh, that said, you know, Yo, follow us on Untapped. My girlfriend's not a beer drinker, so we go to different breweries and she try beers and she rates them honestly, which for them having fun, it makes sense. Right. But when you're looking at it from a customer perspective, because people use Untapped and say, oh, your beer is a three, you know, you got three stars on those beers or on your brewery, at least your average is three stars. Well, if you have a lot of people that don't even drink beer that's going in and rating those, that's not necessarily fair to the brewery. Or don't like right. a certain style and have that style because it's the best style at that brewery. If you're not into sours, but the best thing on the on tap is the sour, you're going to give it yeah. a lower score just because of your biases or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, or yeah. Same with a stout drinker or IPA drinker. You're not going to like certain styles. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I used to be on untapped heavy. You know, checking mm-hmm. in, getting the ticks and whatnot. Uh, but now, like you, like I, I usually go to Untapped to look up something, um, and that's pretty much it. Like maybe in <laughs> hindsight, if I go back through some uh, pictures, I'm oh yeah, I did have that. I did have that. Let me check it in right quick. But otherwise, it's more informational, like to see what it what mm-hmm. is what it is. You know, and. That's when I like, well, I can't necessarily check in, depending on what flight I'm taking, but on my flights is where I go through my pictures and really, you know, because you usually don't have that internet service or you're not willing right, to pay right, for right. it. Um, so fuck the Rona just for, you know, all time's sake. Um, <laughs> but I get on, that will be a time where I'm like organizing my pictures and saying, okay, when I do get, when I do touch down on my layover or something i can go in and i can and i can right. check in these beers um what i what i like to do with untapped is check them in while i'm at a brewery mm-hmm. i do better in that aspect rather than mm-hmm. having a um you know a beer at the house i'm like i'm on facebook i'm not about to scroll over to untap and check in <laughs> i just i'm gonna scroll through facebook <laughs> Instagram is like my unofficial untapped profile. Like I'm so much better putting it on Instagram than on untapped. Yeah, I'm just like I'm really bad at posting in general. Like because it it takes a lot of work to post and and even like with the check ins, I'm just like that's why. So Christian, so you know, at the podcast is three of us: is me, um, my boy Christian, and Justin. And Christian really just manages our um, our IG probably 95% of the time. I'll get on there. I'll respond. I'll post a little bit, whatnot. <clears throat> but Christian really does it. And he, he'll he take the time to you know make a post. Like, I mean, even on my personal IG, I'm just like, yeah, I had these beers. Um, trying to think of a witty thing to post. Like, yeah, I'm like, fuck it. I mean, I drank. Here. <laughs> you know. Shoot, I had, I had a couple friends the over. The funny thing uh, is, 
yesterday or uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago, we shoot. I'll turn the camera over. We uh we drank that. Oh, good times. Yeah. yeah For those that listening, they got about 15 bottles right there. It was uh 15 bottles and cans. Yeah, a little bit. It was, it was light work. It was light work. <laughs> I understand. Look, I mean, I don't I, look that friend could have been four of y'all, honestly. And so that would have been a little more work than you know. Yeah, it, it was four of us, right? Like I think it was four of us. Well, yeah, that's a, that was that that was a good time then. Yeah, but I understand the light work. I'm like, you know, we could have put back more, but we're trying to be responsible. Exactly, folks got to drive home and stuff. So you know, me at me since it was at my crib, hey, I, I killed whatever we didn't finish. You know. Oh, I thought you said you had weed. I'm like, oh, my kind of party, but um. <laughs> but that that's for a different type of, you know, more so when we actually, you know, sitting back, listening to some music, and then just crack some beers, you know, just, yeah, just to yeah. have something to drink. The beer is the focus. Can't can't be can't be doing too much. Not in the middle of the day. I'll say that. That's real. That's real. When you have the beers as the focus, you know, you definitely want to pay attention to that. Right. So you you brought up your podcast, the Atlanta podcast and um, your cohorts within it. Give us tell us, you know, what tell us more about your podcast. What are y'all like <clears throat> aiming to accomplish um, your listenership? Like, you know, what, what how y'all represent Atlanta? Right. Right. So like I said, we are the Atlanta podcast, T.A.P. Um, three guys um, from Atlanta um, talking about any and everything about Atlanta. So interviewing Atlanta notables, talking about culture, um, talking about, you know, news, music, any and everything that makes up Atlanta. And then, of course, having a couple local brews every episode, you know, to, to uh Sort of lubricate the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we totally understand uh, that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we're 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 trying to highlight, you know, the city that we grew up in that made us who we are, um, and the city that, you know, as our homies at AIE say, influences everything. Atlanta influences everything. Mm-hmm. So you you can find influences from food to culture to beer, you know, at this point to clothing anywhere and everywhere outside of Atlanta. And that's why always people always come back to Atlanta. And that's one of the most populous um, cities. I mean, we have the busiest airport, you know, for that reason. You know, all if you think about all the celebrities, you know, athletes, whatever, they live all across the country, but they always got a crib in Atlanta. Always. Yeah, especially because during Rona, y'all wide ass open. Right. <laughs> That is also true. <laughs> that is also now, true. Now, man, I love Atlanta. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, we got uh, some white listeners and I love y'all. And so I'm going to just give y'all a little bit. Atlanta is the black Mecca, really. And if you want to compare it from our Nashville listeners, like Nashville is a baby Atlanta, a ba- a white baby Atlanta. It's white people's Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's Still on a it, up. <laughs> now. It's not at the same level like right now. We on the early stages of Atlanta, even to the point where we're going through transit issues. Yes, like Atlanta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like listen, learn from Atlanta. Look at Marta. Don't don't be like Marta. Be better than Marta. Yo, this <laughs> traffic is a beast. Yeah, it's a, it's it a, and no so is Nashville is is that way and heading that way. You know, but um. Atlanta is, I mean, for black people, it's comfort. I can, I know I can go to a lot of different places, spaces or whatever, and I'm going to see black folks. And be comfortable. It's a place for all types of black people. It's pockets for everybody. I'm going to tell you the funny part, though. That's a good point. I'm going to tell you the funny part. But I guess it's two, two parts, really. Like I go to Atlanta and I see more black people in breweries than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's still not that many. So when you think about how black the city of Atlanta is, the the makeup of a brewery 
does not reflect the the city. And that is probably one of the prime examples to say, yo, beer is white as hell. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got this black ass city. If I go into a brewery, I'm still getting one table. Now I'm going to get one good table of six to eight people. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Oh, that like, ratio should be for the ratio higher. or the breakdown of the city. It don't it don't fully make sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, and that's you know that's a a disconnect that is in within the um, beer community because mm-hmm. even you know from from the black your average quote unquote average black person perspective when you talk about craft beer nine times out of ten people gonna say oh that's some white shit. I'm oh, like, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, no, like beer is for everybody for one. And I was like, you know, you can get a beer that you like. Well, I don't like beer, you know. And they're mostly thinking of, you know, your cheap beers that you get at a gas station. Malt beer. liquor, because that's what right. we've been advertised. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm just like, no, beer is so much more than that. You know, you know, I always like to introduce people to beer. Uh, one of the first questions I ask them is, what do you drink? Because if you drink yeah. alcohol in general, what do you drink? I'm not talking about beer, just whatever. Is you know, do you like mimosas? You know, is it cocktails? Are you, you know, whiskey? Hennessy drinker, you know. Yeah, right. Just what do you like to drink? And I was like, I can guarantee you I can find you something in that vein, you know, or something close to it. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know as a little gateway, bring some bring something, especially, you know, for people who, like you said, Hennessy, you need whiskey, cognac, you know, bourbon drinkers, or whatever like that. I'm just like, cool. You like that? Well, a lot of things, you know, that happens in um, the uh, the beer industry is barrel aging. Barrel aging yeah, in that's like one of the liquors, biggest stout styles right? is barrel aged stout. Or exactly. So I bring something on. I'm like, taste this. They're like, oh shit, that's hot. What's that? I was like, that's beer, fam. I'm like, what we? Come on. <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> right. You know, but I do feel that you know a lot of people, you know. Don't feel a lot of black people, I should say, don't feel welcome because it is a, like I said, a white male dominated industry. You know, when you walk into a spot and 90% of the people there are white and 95 of that 90 is going to be, you know, neck beards and white, white dudes. Like, <laughs> Whiter than white. We're, it's not even like... Uh, you don't even get Bubba Sparks in that bitch. A little country, a little hip hop. You don't even right. get that. Some yellow wolf walking in there. <laughs> get Jerry Seinfeld. Level <laughs> right. You know, it's just like, man, this is a little, little too light in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, you know, um, for Atlanta being Atlanta, when you do when you do go to the breweries. You're almost guaranteed to see at least a handful of black people there, period, no matter where you go. Yeah. Whether it's downtown, was up in Roswell, shoe, there's a good brewery all the way up in um, Cumming, Georgia, Cherry Street Brewing. Now, there, you definitely, I can count on one hand how many uh-huh. black people I see up there, though. Um, where are, what area are they in again? Cumming, Georgia. Cumming? Okay, coming is a little. It's hit or it's very hit or miss. <laughs> Ain't no black people out in this for real. Facts. And so <laughs> that's why I was like, you. <clears throat> they come from a neighboring area. That's what it is. They come into coming. They don't live in coming. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> time I've been up to Cherry Brewing, the black people I saw there, I knew. Not that we met, not that we meant to meet up or whatever. It's just like, oh shit, what up, fam? It's like, yeah, that's how small it is. Is that like, if I do see a black person there, I probably already know. Them. <laughs> but have you seen them before? <laughs> like, right, yeah, exactly. I've met so many black people within the beer community just because I've seen them at spots that I frequent, you know, at, or at a, you know at a liquor store you know, or bottle shop, you know, doing a release. I'll be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, got got to get the nod. Another release. Another release. You see the same person. Oh, what's up, bro? How you like that beer? Cool, 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 cool. Third time rolls like, all right, fam, what's your name? Where you know where you at? You know, who your people? (laughs) You know. (laughs) I I really just started so I walk around with my black beer experience stickers. And if I see black people in a in a beer space, 
I'm walking up to him and he's like, how did you find out? I like, how did you get in the beer? I want to know off top. Like, right. is this something that you do? You just stumbled, you know, here's my sticker, which is also my calling card, so to speak. Right, right. And let, like, let's connect. Let's learn more about each other because especially in Nashville, we yeah. don't have, you know, I, I started the Black Beer Experience Group because I wanted to have, <clears throat> to be able to go into breweries my wife, me and my wife would go and we would have great conversations together, especially, you know, that drink started coming. But I was like, damn, it'd be kind of cool to have conversations with multiple people and mm -hmm. uh, or multiple black people. And that didn't exist here in Nashville. So mm -hmm. even starting a group, people have been like, oh, man, I've been looking for black people who drink beer. Every, you know, people exist, but we don't we don't know we're not we're not there at the same time we don't know to look for each other either because we only yeah. have a handful of black people in nashville to start with mm -hmm. and then when you break down how many black people actually drink beer that handful gets even smaller you know mm -hmm. the size of a child and now you're trying to um you're trying to have a handful of people meet up or come across each other in different breweries it's happened but it, it ain't that common no, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because like that's, you know, you hear you hear that. I've said that before, too, all the time is, you know, when you do meet, you know, some black folks at a brewery or at a bar or whatever. Like, damn, I've been looking for some black people that, that are into the yes. show. You know, it's just like that you you automatically become friends, like literally. It's just like, hey, so when y'all meet up to drink again, like I need, before you even exchange names and numbers, it's like, hey, fam. I don't know who you are, where you're from, but it really don't matter. We black and we in this thing. So next weekend, right. y'all drinking? What are we doing? Hit me, on, hit me on IG and let's link up. And you be <laughs> like, hey, was for me when I worked at a brewery, like when someone black came in, they like went out of the way to seek me out for questions and things like that. Oh, I was like, absolutely. I only worked here for three weeks, but I got you though. Like I'm going to act like I worked here for three years. <laughs> like I Same thing with me. I, I uh, worked at uh, Orpheus Brewing. Um, mm -hmm. here in, Ooh, uh, that's one of my favorite spots. So, shout oh, out. Oh, yeah, man. Orpheus. Yeah, I've actually worked there since uh, uh, year zero. Um, okay, shout nice. out to uh, Jason Pellet, the owner. Um, and for the, longest, the program, too, yeah, for the longest, I was the only black person to work there. And so, you know, I'm in the front, you know, behind the bar, and folks are like, oh, shit, oh, shit. and I would give tours at the brewery, too. And so you would, you know, you would a face, right? It so might be you why was, your face kind of familiar. I you would get you in the earlier days. Yeah, I would tell people they would come in. It's like, hey, um, damn, you look familiar. Whatever. I'm like, I was like, uh, Orpheus. They were like, <laughs> oh, you work at Orpheus, right? Never gave them my name, and of course, you know, you see so many people. I was like, I, I don't forget faces, but Midtown Atlanta, it's like thousands of thousands, thousands of white people. So I was like, I'm not gonna. It's, to look no, <laughs> like, it's a sea of right. Sea so I'm of. like, how did you know I work with Orpheus? They're like, oh well, you know, and I'm like, because I'm the only black person there, right? Right? <laughs> They're like, right. oh, I didn't mean like that. I was like, chill out, it, it, it's cool, right? We facts, know facts are facts. <laughs> right. Right. Facts are facts. We can't get mad about facts. Like, exactly. I'm the only person here, you're going to remember me. I stand out. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I want to know what breweries. So I real I get. I feel like you really fuck with Pontoon, and Pontoon has put out some great beer, mm -hmm. especially that Evergreen Terrace. I think that Homer Simpson, that the Simpsons Yo, beer. Is yeah. Pretty, oh my god, that was my so good. That. I've been seeing that. That was yeah. so it's good. Looting me every time. It's starting to laugh. And the art, the artwork was flames. <laughs> yeah, the artwork was hot, and and then when you crack the beer, it was fragrant. And it was uh, I, there was it's one of my favorite IPAs. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to ask you what breweries, and I, I I guess I'll say more like city proper. Um, you know, stretching out to Decatur, but like you know, Cummings, uh, Sandy Springs is a little is, is borderline get, of little. Far. I'll get Sandy Springs. I'll put it in Sandy Springs. Essentially, essentially, those people who are coming into the city. Um, for to visit, you know, and just coming to Atlanta, mm -hmm. what breweries would you suggest they fuck with? But before you answer that question, I'm ready to open up another one? beer. So let me 
Go ahead. This hey, is I'm the emotional you. complexity from Southern Gris and Two Tides Brewing. So emotional complexity. I like that title. Yeah. That's, that's that's black people sometimes. <laughs> we got a bunch of complex emotions. I feel like oh, I feel like emotional complexity is like me crying while I'm drunk. Like, <laughs> like, I'm going through it a little bit, and but I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm drunk. So what you're I'm going crying. through is not really something you need to be going through. It's just be like the most minor thing. Self inflicted. Self inflicted. It'd be like those. be like those late those late nineties, early two thousand R and B videos where you in the rain. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shirt open. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know that type of feeling. But uh, so this one is a New England style double IPA with Tennessee wildflower honey, Sauvignon Blanc juice, hopped with Galaxy Mosaic and Barb Rouge, which I've never heard of before. That's a rare ass hop. I'm about to look this one up. Um, This Barb Rouge. But Sauvignon Blanc juice? Like. Juice is it not wine? It's just so the, they might use the grapes, the Sauvignon Blanc before grapes they ferment it before exactly. they ferment. Exactly, that's that's exactly what happens. So you still get yeah. that flavor, you know, like a uh, a, a white wine, you know, almost dry type flavor. Uh, right. Without yeah. obviously right before the dryness hits, the ascendancy comes in. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm kind of excited about this one. I like Galaxy Hops are probably one of my favorite hops. Same way as uh, Amarillo hops. Those are my top two hops I really like. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy is, I mean, you know, that's an OG. It's always good. Yeah, that's like that's like a blue jeans of hops. Everything go with Galaxy. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take a pick, too. Ooh, okay, home. I'm getting that white wine. Let, I, I told the people I'm going to look up this uh, Rouge. What uh, I said, Barb Rouge. That sounds like a makeup color. Right, it's that, very that, feminine sounding. That that's some uh that's some uh that's a new joint from uh Riri and Fenty. <laughs> okay, so it, it's from Yakima, Yakima, um, which oh, makes okay. them you know responsible for some great hops. Um, it's out of France, which makes sense on the uh wine side. Um. Oh yeah, this you getting like, it? Yeah, like I'm. It's very, it's very white wine. It, aromatically, it's like very white wine for it. I haven't mm-hmm. had it. Uh, Barb Rouge has a very fine red fruit and bubblegum aroma with spicy notes. It Ooh. is slightly citrus and herbal. Yeah, I get the herbalness and a little bit of the spice. It's almost like a pepper. Oh, I definitely get that. Um, I get fruity notes. A new fruit, uh, a new fruit, a new French aroma with a lot of flavor, high, higher oil and alpha content. Barb Rouge offers a non-lingering and refined bitterness. It's exclusive French hops from the Comptoir Agricole breeding program. Yeah. Nailed yeah, that pronunciation. Okay. So, <laughs> y'all, if we're talking about introducing Black people to beer... I feel like this one could do it. This could be a great introductory you really one. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was literally for my lips to say that. <laughs> because it's giving me very much wine vibes. Like, mm-hmm. fruity, fruit, like, Yo. um, yeah, a so floral. That, not necessarily fruity, a floral. Floral, yeah. That's, that's, floral. that's the beer floral. for a day party. Say it again? I said, that's the beer for a day party. Yes. I was gonna say that I was gonna say that I'm like this a day party right now. Summertime, (laughs) me just out and about. Because listen, the other dope part about this is I feel like I could add a shot of something to it. Exactly. A a beer that you can, you know, amplify, if you will, is is really where it's at. What shot would you put into this? Oh. Mm, So I was I'm a tequila drinker. Mm-hmm. So a blanc, a blanc, yep, yep. a blanco. Okay. Um, I can also see a nice rum, uh, mm-hmm. like like a white rum, white rum. Yeah, Definitely, all rum. of them gonna be white. You know, light. Oh, yeah. You know, that's 
See that see that's what you get. So you gotta think what's gonna be at a day party, a white party, what black folks gonna have. Obviously, we know Hen Hennessy is always on deck, but rum, some white yeah. rum. Yep. Get some Hennessy white in fat. You know what? You, you know what? I'm about to put I got Hennessy white in the house right now. I am going to get a Go little get bit that, of yes. Hennessy white. Yeah, and... so I got that. Yeah. <laughs> we about to about to try that. I also can see this. You can get like almost another shape, like add a little bit of champagne to this. It's almost just like strictly a beer mosa almost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, at a brunch with like chicken sure. and waffles. Oh, a splash of champagne in there. Say no more. Say no Ooh. more. You, as a matter of fact, uh, I need to see if I can get my hands on a couple more of these and some champagne and give that shit a try. Yeah. <laughs> hey, because this, mm -hmm. this is really good. Like, again, if you've been listening to the podcast, y'all know I respect IPAs, but they're not my number one. I'm Stout, Porter, Belgian Triple, and Doppelbot kind of guy. So, like, what is uh what is the style of beer that um introduced you to craft beer? That's actually funny. It was a weed ale. It was a I can tell you right now. It was shop top. Really? Shop top like orange wheat ale. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, got yeah. me started. And because yeah. at that point, I think the highest like bit I had was like Heineken or like maybe Blue Moon was mm -hmm. like. The I pinnacle. Weed ale. I got you. And then it kind of just opened the gate. And then I wanted to try everything. And then I tried, I forget what stout, my the first stout I ever had that was like, okay, I'm a stout person. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was Tailgate's peanut butter milk stout. It was probably like a stout beyond Guinness that I was like, oh, this stout felt like this. I'm going the stout path right now. Mm. You know what did it for me is Belgians and mm. specifically. Um, Golden Monkey, Belgian Triple, Golden Monkey, always hits, always to this day, to this day. That still is still good. Yes, the Golden Monkey, same as the um, the Sarah Monkey is. Phenomenal. Yeah, the Sarah Monkey well, is good. That one's phenomenal. I'm not like I'm very like scared. I'm not gonna say adverse. I'm scared of sours because I've had sours that felt like they cut my mouth apart. But I've also had sounds that I really enjoy. Right, right. So I'm like, uh, do I want? If y'all hear that noise, that's the Hennessy, the white Hennessy being poured into oh, the beer. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> was not I forgot that my glass was right me. underneath the microphone, and as I'm pouring it in, I'm about to announce it, but it was like, you know, it's a good, good segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked out. It was like I don't mean to interrupt, Ooh. but I do. So smell that first for you. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Myron, I wish you were here to experience the white. This is why I need to travel again because this is my last little bit of white Hennessy. I don't even drink regular Hennessy anymore. I'm a white hen drink. I do drink white hen and I will continue to fuck a white hen. Mm -hmm. You can put whatever black ass label you want. I'll be there. <laughs> All good. Go on and drink that. I'm here for the inspiration, you know. That's the first yeah. thing I thought. Day party, was putting something. I was like, White hen, put it in there. Yeah, this is it's a it's amazing. I'm gonna go with it's, fire. It's it's definitely day party vibes. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let Southern Grizz know, and I'm probably gonna have to get some more of this emotional complexity just to. I was just telling them that when you stepped out, I was like, "Yo, it, I gotta get more of this." I can see why emotional <laughs> complexity because listen, if you mix white hen and this beer, you might be crying. At the end, crying, laughing, <laughs> or crying and and shit, just crying. Emotional overload, for yeah, no reason. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just um, I'm trying to. I've, I'm trying to think of the. Okay, all right. So we make um, <laughs> we call it champagnecy. Mm. Champagne and Hennessy. It's like morning mimosas, no orange juice, but champagne. That's what me and my wife call it. That's what this tastes like. You have, you know, champagne. So not so much champagne, but like sparkling wine or whatever. Right, right. Um, the the lighter grapes, that good prosecco. You know, you uh, floral, slightly fruity. 
earthy, but not overwhelming, not sweet uh-huh. or anything. And then you mix that with some white Hennessy, which adds a you know takes a little edge off the white Hennessy, but adds a nice little balance to it. Mm-hmm. This is the vet, y'all. I'm so oh. goddamn hey. excited. Y'all, y'all be hitting that brunch. Right y'all be hitting that brunch. Y'all be getting lit at from jump before the food hit the L- table. <laughs> Listen, wait. Oh yeah. Nashville oh, don't even yeah, have brunches. Nashville don't have brunches like Atlanta have brunches. No. We have brunch Fair. events. So Fair. if somebody is having an event and, you know, there's a brunch, you know, I mean, a brunch event is going to be lit. It's going to be popping. But just to say, oh, this is where we go on Saturdays, where all the black folks in Atlanta go on Saturdays. Yeah. You don't, we you don't, don't have, have that here up, uh, up here in Nashville. Fair. Fair. But... I do love a good brunch and I will and I love to travel. So wherever I travel, we definitely look for brunch options. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same I mean, breakfast food in general, like if there's like if I want to put that as a category of food, it's probably one of my favorite categories of food. Eat it easily. Morning, lunch, night, late night, don't matter. You know. That's why Waffle House always hits. Literally, that's what I was just eating, Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. you were literally just eating, and if that was Wawa House, that's it's, funny. Yeah, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Wawa House, probably. Listen, this 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 Hennessy and um, emotional complexity mix will have you at Waffle House at four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, Damn like Waffle House, two in the morning. Yeah, Waffle House <laughs> is very much a middle of the night, you know, experience. If you haven't had it during those hours, it's a whole different thing. I don't right. know if the night shift put more effort into it, but or you're drunk. Whatever it is, it's so much better at night. But this mix will have you excited about Waffle House in the middle of the day. Of course. Yes. In the middle this of the day. This is the beer version of Issa Drink, where she had on Insecure, it was like champagne and whiskey, I think she had. This is the beer version. Oh, oh, oh yeah. beer. We do whiskey too in ours, but listen, champagne is uh, also just a chaser. It's a mix <laughs> like yeah. cranberry juice and ginger beer or whatever. So right, right. You know, just depends on what kind of day we're trying to have. That's a, that's how it always is. It's like you, you you gauge. You don't gauge the uh, the drinking by the day. You gauge you gauge the day by the drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like that. It's just like it's like, hold on. Uh am I am I a four 14% stout at 10 a.m. type day today? Or just like maybe a you know a pilsner at 10 a.m. type day today? Hmm. Oh, hmm. Really Let's go. <laughs> you definitely be wondering. So <clears throat> I wanna I wanna take us out on just like um a question of you know so okay this I love that Atlanta has pockets of mm-hmm. breweries. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite places to go to is um over there by Wild Heaven, the West End. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, Monday Night Garage, mm-hmm. uh what's the other one that's over there? That Wild Heaven, Monday Night Garage, there's the uh Bottle shop, <laughs> excuse me, bottle shop restaurant, Top City. Um, There's another brewery though. Best, best, uh, best, best in, yes, yep, yep. best in brewery. I, I feel like on another show I had that same breakdown, so <laughs> I'm gonna type mm-hmm. that one up so I can remember it. But I'm a Beltline guy, I like New Realm because that Wagyu beef burger they have there. I'll fight somebody over. Well, this one on the the belt line, too. All of them on the belt line in different places. I mean, parts of the belt line. Yeah. True, true. um, But, okay, so (laughs) that is one thing that we feel we had a conversation about, like, what's Nashville missing? Is are those pockets of breweries? Um, So when you, like, what is your favorite pocket? (laughs) You know, there's like the Avondale, you know, West End. So to to answer your earlier question about, you know, if someone is t- uh, touching down in Atlanta, you know, where can you go to first Atlanta proper <clears throat> is I want to say first and foremost, I'm going to say Orpheus. That's a midtown, midtown yeah. Atlanta. Uh, it's literally right behind the, uh, Piedmont Park. You can get to it from the park. If you walk in like we get a lot of people walking from the park, uh, but Orpheus, um, OG, they've been around for six years. Um, they, um, 
They excel in um, spontaneously fermented sours and barrel aged stouts. Crazy. I don't good. know if I ha have I had one of the sours like that. Don't think so. I know I have. I don't think you have. But that transgression, transgression of souls. souls, crazy, right? Ooh, they're they're barrel aged stouts. That's where they speak to me the loudest. Oh yeah, like they're one offs or the limited runs. Some of the best. Well, yeah, J Jason's um, Jason's uh, sour game is is top notch too. But them first and foremost, shout out to them. Um, Torch Hop is a brew pub, also um, in Midtown. Um, it's right, actually right next to um, uh, R.I.P. to to Krispy the uh, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. This shit hurt my heart. I saw that. I was like, I, it was like I lost Man. a family member. Like I've been in that line at Krispy Kreme after you know partying downtown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what I liked about Torch, like, so Torch Hop is a brew pub. Brew pub. They, you know, it's a restaurant that brews their own beer. They but you know, they were literally right next to Krispy Kreme. So on the weekends, they would have the Luther and they would go to Krispy Kreme, get the donuts and make a burger with the uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm, OK, Crazy. I didn't have that yeah. one, but I knew they had good food at Torch Tops. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've, I've gone there, but I'm, it, it was a probably two years ago, kind of when it first opened. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're in the Midtown area as well. Um Staying in, you know, sort of proper. Um, it's not a brewery, but it is a excellent beer bar. It is the Porter Beer Bar? They're up in the mm. little five points. Yep, I love that place. Excellent place. Crazy beer list. Crazy food. Um, is uh, that the one that has a? Um, they have a brunch as well. Yeah, they they it do might not have brunch on the on the weekends. Yeah, the week a weekend brunch. I don't know if it's them, but right next to them or right there, there's a a brunch spot that. But if you pair the two, or if it's that one, I'm I have to look it up. But yeah, that I'm, yeah. Uh, but you know, okay. as far as my favorite what? little pocket of Atlanta breweries, I might have to, I might have to go with the um, since it's close-ish to me. Uh, the Midtown to Decatur type uh, area because you still get your three okay. taverns in there. Yes. Uh, taverns, new location on Memorial, their Imaginarium. Um, they just opened up uh, during the pandemic. So what was that? Maybe six months ago? Which and part of Memorial? Uh, what what were they calling it now? You know when they gentrify areas, they renamed. They, yeah, they amplify a name. That was yeah, like uh, that never wife, sticks. My wife was looking at something. She was like, "So rental towns is a thing now?" And I was like, "No, it's been a thing because of Marta." But right. exactly. if you outside of the Marta exit, you ain't know nothing about Reynolds Town. But now right. it's like, oh, I stay in Reynolds Town. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, what what are they calling it? The the Atlanta Dairies. Yeah, the Atlanta Dairies. Uh, okay. Exactly. I don't. I don't know. Some why. historically, they used to have a whole bunch of cows there back in this country ass days. It did, and that is where. But me, me and my wife were. Um, we first went there. We we're driving. It was like, hold on, this shit on Memorial? Ain't no way. Right. <laughs> you see me. <laughs> you see me asking what part of Memorial Drive, like <laughs> the park closer towards the. You or you do not know. recognize it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You can't yeah. see memorial from 10 years ago. <laughs> it's like Sweet Harbor right Avenue. Down there. That's wild. But but also, you know, shout out to three timers. They make some good beer. But that um uh, imaginarium uh area, the memorial uh location is uh yeah. open container. Oh, oh ooh, okay. So, so we can have a little bottle shares over there too i'm here for that mm -hmm. i'm always uh, looking oh. out for a spot that has open container what about oh, what <laughs> so i have a, a scepter scepter brewing beer in there yeah um, they're indicator as well oakhurst yeah. uh, <laughs> i'm gonna open up did you have the sloop brewing 
The did sloop. I, did I send that one to Southerners? You don't have to get that. That was just about to tell people that's what we about to end out with, right. and we're gonna continue <laughs> drinking. But <laughs> um, I have a scepter scepter brewing, but I'm not familiar with where that location is. But they're out of Atlanta, so I um, said they're out of Decatur. I want to say downtown Decatur over by the railroad. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, I'm about to say Oakhurst. Um, scepter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're in Decatur. They're like I said, they're in Oakhurst. Decatur. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's down down Decatur over by that old Dairy Queen in Decatur High School, right? He grew up in Decatur. He's calling all the yeah. shit. I'm like, <laughs> actually, listen, we if you grew up in Latonia in me Stone Mountain Latonia area, you ain't leave from that area too tough. <laughs> actually, um, the Oakhurst area is closer to the Emory side of Decatur. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Over oh, okay. That, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that over by um the, the hospital and um what's over there? The the, the VA the Memorial Church, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used what to there? I actually used to play Little League basketball at Glen Memorial. That's why mm. I know exactly where you're talking about. But it but it ain't that far because I mean you can take if you come in um from Let's say if you're coming from the west side of Decatur, you can still take the Candler Road exit and just drive up and still get there. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it ain't far at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes. I know exactly what you're talking about. But, oh, man, we're getting ready to wrap up. So, like, where can people find you on social media, the podcast, you? How can I keep up with your adventures? So for first and foremost, the, the, the Atlanta podcast, you can find us on IG at the Atlanta podcast, T-H-E-A-T-L-A-N-T-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-
um, podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, all that beautiful stuff. And of course, you can find me at The Bearded Brother. Where can they find you, Shani? At The Black Beer Experience. I'm on the socials. I really need to get back into the mix a little more. Um, but that's going to happen. We love y'all. We thank you for drinking with us or listening to us drink. However, you, you know, you chose <laughs> <Right>. to <laughs> partake in this podcast. And then you participate in our virtual, virtual trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we thank you again, Myron, for representing the Atlanta podcast and repping your city. Um, ripping our city right <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we've enjoyed having this conversation and you know being able to travel even through covid in the form of a podcast um we hope y'all enjoyed it as well sure. y'all be easy have a good well, night right, peace the glass to the swig podcast and keep toasting uh. take a swig take a swig yeah